first, I just want to thank Father Sable for allowing me to come back to my home parish as an ordained deacon. I want to thank Father Twenty, someone who I studied with in seminary and has been a very close friend and mentor. Along with him is Father Lamb, who I was able to spend time with in Scotland, and he came all the way over here to be with my family and put up with us the last couple days. And Father Cole Kennett, who is from the Diocese of Lincoln, who I studied with in college seminary, is here as well. And three men who I look up very much and would love to follow them and the example they set in their priesthood. And I just want to thank all of you for being here to celebrate this day and my family uh, who have brought me to this church so many years uh, to allow this vocation to be inspired and to grow. And, and now we see the culmination of that uh, to be fulfilled next year, God willing, as, as, as priesthood. But with that being said, today is the solemnity of Corpus Christi. And as my father told me earlier this week, he said, John, if you can't give a good homily on Corpus Christi, then you shouldn't be a priest. <laughs> a lot of pressure there, but what I'd love to start off talking about with is eternity. We get so caught up in the moment. We get so caught up in looking down. We look at our phones, we look at our screens, and, and we're focused down. But when we look up, when we think about eternity, when we try to grasp it, it's impossible, it's a mystery to us. As finite beings, how can we possibly understand eternity? You may have heard one example of explaining eternity, and it's if a bird would come to the earth and pick up a grain of sand and fly to the moon. And let's say it takes 10,000 years for one grain of sand, and it flies to the moon, and it puts it on the moon, and then it flies back another 10,000 years and picks up another grain of sand, and then another, so every 10,000 years for one grain of sand. And if a bird took every grain of sand on the face of the earth and put it on the moon, that would just be a flash compared to eternity. So our minds just aren't able to grasp. And we have 70, 80 years for those who are strong here on this earth to say yes to Christ. We are here with this time to say yes to Christ. You know, the angels, when they had the opportunity to say yes to Christ, they had one moment. It is that their nature had one moment to say yes to Christ. And once they make a decision, they can't go back. So that's why we have angels will always be angels. And the evil ones will always be evil ones. They made that decision. And once we've lived our lives, and once our Lord calls us home, that's the time that we have to make that decision. So you might think that you know, one moment, that's not really a long time. But for us, compared to eternity, 70, 80, 100 years is no time at all. It's a flash. It's a moment. So the question is, what do we do every day but are given the opportunity to say yes to Christ? And when we have a task such as this, we need to be fed. We need to be given something to keep us going, to keep our souls satiated. And that's what we're celebrating today. The gift of the Eucharist. The gift that was given over 2,000 years ago at the Last Supper. The gift of the sacrifice that took place on the Mount of Calvary, which our beloved priests will be making new on this altar here in a few short moments. That that action over in the Holy Land, in which our Lord died on a cross for each and every one of us, will be renewed in an unbloody way, and we will partake in that. And we will ask the Lord 
to give us the strength. He tells us in the scripture, take this and eat it. He says in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, that in order to live forever, you must eat my flesh. You must have my body within you. So we come to the altar, dropping on our knees and saying, Lord, I am unworthy. But with this gift that you have given me, allow me the grace to say yes to you today. Every day we have the opportunity to experience the joy of Christ. You know, today's Corpus Christi, but when we talk about the body of Christ, we talk about the entire church, the fact that each and every one of us as baptized Christians are members that make up the ecclesial body of Christ. And to have the confidence, and for me, the consolation, that with the church that started in the Holy Land, with Christ sending a few interesting men, those apostles, those crazy apostles, out with a, with a message to proclaim Christ to the world. And now, in every corner of the earth, at every hour of the day, that sacrifice on Calvary is being made new. There are members of the faithful receiving our Lord all over the earth. That we can come and freely get on our knees and worship our God in a country such as America is such an amazing gift that we're able to come into this church and to build the body of Christ up. When we're here, it's not just for us. It's for everyone. When we come to Mass, whether it's our local parish or here at St. Peter South Beloit, the church I've gone to since I was a child, we build each other up. We build up the body of Christ, and then we come together. And as we receive God, we become God. We take our Lord within us, and we go out, and we try to live as the example that he gave us in seminary, not only have I been able to meet such great priests as those sitting over there, but our Lord has given me so many opportunities to meet members of that body of Christ. And I had the opportunity after spending time with Father Lamb to spend a little bit of time working with the missionaries of charity. And how do we live that life when we see Christ? How do we go out? And talking to one of the sisters, Sister Ruth, she would question you every single day. You walk into the, the convent there and little sister, not very tall, little Indian nun, would just knock you out with questions. She was she was a tough, tough lady, tough bird. And she'd say, Seminarian, brother, come here. I have a question for you. Yes, sister. What is the most important thing you can do today? Thanks. I didn't want an easy question this morning. I got a nice, easy question here. I said, well, sister, I don't know. Maybe, you know, try to Tell others about Christ. No. Try to live my vocation. No. All right, I, I don't know, sister. What do I do? She said, Brother John, you must be like Peter on the beach. In every moment, imagine our Lord is asking you, do you love me? Do you love me? And what is your response? That is what this life is all about, brothers and sisters. Every day, we come forward and say, yes, Christ, 
Yes, Jesus, I love you. Help me to love you more. And tomorrow, help me love you even more. Help me to be the saint I want you to be. Help me to take the sacraments that you've given us, the Eucharist, the source and summit, to help me to be the saint. Because the evil one wants to remind you of the mistakes of your past. But it's our job to remind him of the saints we will be in the future with the help of God. Some of us have had the blessing to receive the Eucharist thousands of times. Father Lamb has been a priest 30 years this year. The amount of times he has said the Mass, I'm sure he doesn't know the number. Whether you've received the Eucharist thousands of times, or maybe just a few short years, today, as you approach the altar of God, make it be as your first. Say yes to Christ. Eternity awaits. Do not put off saying yes to Christ anymore. Receive our Lord and know that his life is within you. And that with his life, we can do anything.